1: Hello and welcome to Gegenpressing, the Bundesliga-podcast. Bundesliga is back this weekend and, uh, you know, Stefan, I'm Manu Fet, he's Stefan Biankowski, of course. You can tell us the end of the week, Stefan, I'm losing my words. <laughs> <laughs> how's it going <laughs> yeah you and me both It's the january transfer
0: window it's very busy keeps yeah. us going um and late, late nights reco- for you
1: early mornings for me <laughs> yeah exactly
0: um so and uh and not to mention we've already done it's now the fourth podcast of the week for us uh it obviously is. subscribers get extra shows uh so yeah, it's it's the kind of last it's the kind of uh, last part of the week for us, but fortunately, uh, we'll be rejuvenated by the return of German football, which I'm very excited about.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited about it too. Um, obviously, this is match day 17, so not quite the second half of the season, but close enough, I would say. Um, make sure to listen to the, the bonus show that we did um, actually today. We recorded it today by the time uh, Thursday um, on our predictions on who we think is going to be the top goal scorer from the winter break onwards. Um, check that out, especially if you're into um, the fantasy Bundesliga uh, setup. Which, of course, now also don't forget um, to change your lineups. Um, I'm so hopelessly behind the top that <laughs> kind of give them up, Stefan. But I know there's a lot of listeners here that are still playing. So uh, don't forget to change change your lineups. And um, obviously, there's a prize at the end of the season um, that we have worked out with the incorporation with the the DFL, the, the, the governing body of the Bundesliga. So um, make sure you have that all set up. And yeah. yeah, I guess we should dive into all of this after the break. This episode of the Game Pressing Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline. With NFL playoffs right around the corner and the NBA season in full swing, BetOnline has you covered with all the the up-to-the-second odds, news, and sources. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today. To get into the action and see all the updated odds, remember to use the promo code BearLeaf. That is B L E A V BearLeaf to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Better in online where the game starts. Yeah, Stefan. Also need to point out, of course, uh, we do this in association with Get German Football News. Um, great resource for German football, I have to say. And um, they are kind enough to post our predictions every week and this podcast, so want to give them a shout out as well. I think that covers all the homework, <laughs> <laughs> all the bits and bobs. Um, now done, and let's dive into this match day, shall we? And it kicks off. Of course, the second half of the season always gets opened in style. Um, this is a live game in. On a public broadcaster in Germany, um, which means it's often involves Bayern Munich, right, as the reigning champion. Um, Bayern Munich hosts Hoffenheim to kick off the second half of the season. What do you think here, Stefan?
0: Well, this is quite a difficult one, actually, because... <laughs> I think in any kind of given match day, uh, I would have actually given Hoffenheim a decent shot here. Um yeah. You know, prior to the break, um, they've actually done really well on the road. Um, they've yeah. got the most away wins and the most away yeah. points um, at this point of a Bundesliga season in the club's history. Um, so, you know, they're quite literally breaking records on the road. Um, and, you know, Bayern aren't exactly unbeatable this season but there's just something about I'll the circumstances the very very sad passing of Franz beckerberg this week mm. um there'll obviously be quite a lot um spoken about and celebrated about him at the game on Friday you would suspect and I just think Bayern all things considered will probably be really on their best behavior in this game uh so I've gone for you know a pretty narrow win but a two-1 win for Bayern yeah, uh, I've
1: actually always gone forward and I, I just don't, them coming out of the winter break um, reports today, of course, that they have signed uh, Eric Dier, right, from Tottenham, who's not going to be available for this match just too soon. Um, and I just think, as you mentioned, I, I think there is also an event um, ahead of the game with Franz Beckenbauer. Um, every Bundesliga game is going to have a moment of silence Um, he's dominated the headlines his passing has dominated the headlines in so many ways in Munich right there's talk of obviously of a a statue in front of the um, of the Allianz Arena there's even talk of renaming the Allianz Arena to Franz Beckenbauer Arena um, which I personally think would be fitting but Bayern are going, I'm in full agreement with you, Bayern are going to be on their very best behavior here. The players will know what this match means and the importance of, you know, um, just coming out of the winter break with the passing of Beckenbauer and all that. So I went for a 3-1 win here. Um, You know, similar lines than you. I just think that kind of almost feel sorry for half mind mine because I do think that it has something to get to here um, because I don't think Bayern have done their homework at all over the winter break Stefan yeah mm. um,
0: yeah we'll just kind of have to wait and see I suppose won't we but um, yeah. it's, it's it's always I mean like this is the thing it's probably worth like almost like a disclaimer at the start of the show it's the first game back after the winter break form yeah. really goes out the window in that regard so it's really hard to actually kind of judge these teams and, and give you know proper predictions but you know you do yeah. what you can I suppose Hoffman has done quite well at the Allianz
1: in recent years I also need to mention that I think they um, have the statistics somewhere but um, they do especially in opening games um, do quite well there um, tend to take points from Bayern so yeah um, have to wait and see I guess um, how it goes goes this time but, yeah, um, next match is my match of the week. That's Leipzig against Frankfurt. Um, both teams busy in the transfer window. Um, Leipzig selling um, Emil Forsberg to their sister club in New York. Of course, they brought in Elmas from Napoli, uh, an exciting player. They brought um, a young Croatian kid who is not going to be featuring in the first team setup anytime soon from New York City FC, of course. Um Timo Werner's left Tottenham. I suspect Leipzig aren't quite done yet in the window. I, I'm 100 sure Frankfurt aren't done yet in the in the window either. Um, but we should be seeing some new faces here in this in in both these teams, and that's going to make things really really interesting. Um, I went back and forward here um, because I think. I just wasn't sure what, what to do with this. I think it's going to be a magnificent game. Um, I think this is a must-watch. But I think that Leipzig are just about going to etch it and win it 2-1, Stefan.
0: Yeah, I've gone for the exact same result, actually. Um, and I completely agree with you. I kind of went along the same similar lines, you would suspect. Um, it's going to be a very tight match. Two very good teams. Obviously, a kind of repeat of the DFB-Pokal final from last season. Um you know leipzig didn't exactly finish 2023 in the best run of form um you know and and they've also kind of uh, i don't know I don't want to say they been unconvincing but they have kind of had this tendency to kind of drop the ball if you'll allow me to mix my sporting metaphors for a moment um from one from match week to match uh, match day to match day so Still not entirely convinced of them this season, but obviously a big transition period, as you mentioned, a lot of kind of business in the window. Players have already left, some may already uh, may come in. Same with Frankfurt, of course. Um, so both teams in a real state of flux, but what kind of pegged it for me in terms of giving Leipzig the the win here was the fact that Frankfurt have just really struggled to get going on the road this season. And they've got just two wins from the last 19 away games in the Bundesliga, which is crazy um a lot of draws so you know they're perfectly capable of taking points off teams um but yeah i'd I'd, I'd be surprised if they won this one and I just feel like Leipzig despite that kind of flux have got good players on call who are on are in good form um you know jabi Simmons or Penda guys like that so yeah, very narrow win for me, but I've given Leipzig a 2-1 win.
1: Yeah.
0: No, and I think it's going to be a really great game to watch. Um, it's always fun when there's
1: some new faces or, or old faces, I guess, in in Kalajic's case um, in the Bundesliga. But um, yeah, I think this is going to be a really interesting game to watch. And so is this next one, Freiburg against Union Berlin. What's your thoughts here?
0: So this one was quite tricky, actually. Um, I... Obviously, you know, Union um, replaced their head coach just before the winter break. Um, and, you know, they've done okay. Um, two wins from their last three games under the head coach. But they're also kind of missing a few players. Robin Gosens out injured. Lydouni is away at the African Cup of Nations. Um, so it's it's hard to kind of gauge what kind of Union Berlin side will be showing up here. Similarly, Freiburg, you know, weren't exactly fantastic in the first half of the season. Another team who are also inconsistent. Um so I've actually gone for a draw here. I've gone for a one one draw because I just feel like yeah. both teams might not be at their very best. It's funny that you went for a one one draw because that's what I always went for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah, I I mean Freiburg have been pretty good at home. Um Lots of lots of changes at Um own Berlin still Uh, right. Um They signed Folk today. Um, Yep. Don't think he's gonna be in the lineup. This I guess maybe. I mean, good signing. Good signing. Yeah, agree. Um, but I yeah, I guess he did the full uh, winter preparation with Hoffenheim, so he should be fit. Um, so he could feature in this. Um, Fofana back to Chelsea right so he's, he's gone um, but you know on Union Berlin are obviously busy trying to restructure the side um, as quickly as possible to, to have a good run of form in the, in the second half of the season and make up for for what has been an atrocious first 16 games um, I think they would be quite happy here with a point though Stefan
0: mm. yeah no absolutely and that's kind of why I basically failed out on that or not failed yeah. out but landed on that um, conclusion yeah same
1: um, strong Freiburg side at home. Union Berlin probably happy to take a point. That's what they're gonna get. Um yeah. We'll see how, how the rest um falls. Next is uh, Mainz against Wolfsburg. I really didn't know what to do here. Um, which is why I usually then also end up on a one one draw. Um I I just don't I know this Wolfsburg side, um I just don't trust this Wolfsburg side that I think could co watch Stefan. Um, I was reminded in an article over the, over the last couple of days that they've signed uh, Maya for 30 million euros. You know, Remember the creation midfielder that everyone raved about? Mm-hmm. We all completely forgot that they have him. Um, the site just baffles me. They've invested so much money in what I think are pretty good players. Um, but for some odd reason, all the money that they spend in players who we all think are really good, it's just, they just don't pardon the pun, but Um, Them being in Wolfsburg, they just don't get the horsepower on the field.
0: (laughs) Uh, I will not pardon the pun, that was dreadful. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I completely agree with you. And actually, you know, I was actually quite tempted to pick this as my match the week, but then I remembered I I did that a few times for Wolfsburg games prior to the winter break, and every game was dreadful. So uh, I'm not looking forward to watching Wolfsburg anytime soon. But um, the reason I said that is because I do think there is some intrigue to see how they bounce back. Um, Niko Kovac really was on the cusp of getting sacked before the winter break, but the club decided to double down. They said they're going to stick with them. Uh, there was a big kind of speech made at the you know the company's uh, Christmas party, um, you know, saying how they're going to you know restart the year with this renewed purpose. Um, and I feel like Mainz away is a perfect example. It's, like, it's a really good yardstick to show how good a Bundesliga team you are. Because this is a really good... Well, not good mind side, but it's a resurgent mind side. You know, Jan Sievert's obviously done a great job of kind of... Turning them around, really. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they only lost one of the last um, seven games. I uh, know, sorry, he's, he's, he's um, lost two of his first seven games uh, in charge. So decent mind side here but my eyes will be on whether Kovac has, has has used his time to kind of rebuild the squad because if they come back and they still look as jaded or as hopeless or as disinterested then you know that's exactly why that's when Wolfs, the Wolfsburg board have to really pull the trigger and say look thanks for everything Kovac but it's not working out so they basically need to win this game or show a good performance but I've actually gone for a 2-2 draw here because I think good mind side, not a great Wolfsburg side. Um, it makes me think it's probably going to be a draw. Yeah, that's uh, we agree on the draw. Let's see if
1: the result is correct. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game to watch. So is this next one? That's your match of the week, Köln against Heidenheim. Stefan.
0: Yeah, so we've got another new head coach or a club who did decide to make a change in the winter break. Obviously, Stefan Baumgart moved on, and uh, Timo Schultz has come in. Um and you know Schultz has been kind of he's been kind of um doing exactly what you would hope he would do as a Cologne fan he's you know he's came in and said uh, that the club are going to stay up he said we will stay up I'm hundred percent believe that um but you know it's easier said than done um and they're up against in a very similar vein to the what well, I said about Wolfsburg they're up against a really tough test here test here rather in Heidenheim um you know Heidenheim side who've done really well on the whole uh obviously they sit ninth right now but their actual away form has been pretty poor they've only picked up one win on the road this season um and as such I think you know you're probably looking at a a fixture here where Cologne probably won't get many easier starts to the year in that respect um Having said that, I still think there's something deeply flawed with this Cologne side. And I actually think Heidenheim are going to pick up a second away win of this season uh, in the league, that is. Uh, So I've actually gone for a 2-1 win for Heidenheim.
1: Yeah, I always have Heidenheim to win this game. Um, I would love to have Schultz's confidence in life. (laughs) (laughs) 100% we're going to stay up. Wow. Um, that kind of reminds me of, you know, when you um, run for president or prime minister or chancellor and you go onto the stage and you're like maybe the fifth or sixth leading candidate of your party and you still go on the stage and they, 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 you get introduced as here comes the next president of the United States and we all know that person has no chance. I, I feel like that's similar <laughs> here. <laughs> I know it's a really brutal assessment, but I just... I feel really bad for Stefan Baumgart and I understand why they had to make this change. Um, I think fundamentally Baumgart was the was the perfect coach might still be the perfect coach for this club, right? Um and I'm not sure anyone else is gonna get much better out of this side. Um and with that in mind, I, I think this is going to be a really rude awakening because they're going to play against a really well structured, very cleverly put together. Heidenheim side that has a fantastic coach and I think Heidenheim are going to win this game 2-0. This episode of the Game Pressing Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline. With NFL playoffs right around the corner and the NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all the the up-to-the-second odds, news, and sources. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds remember to use the promo code BLEAV that is B-L-E-A-V BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts anyways we'll see Um, I know we have a lot of Cologne fans listening to the show I'm sorry (laughs) but uh, at least the second division is now fully uh, available on ESPN plus too so that's great news anyways um, Augsburg against Leverkusen um, Stefan, I went for a resounding 3-0 Leverkusen win here. Um, Patrick Schick looked great in his last match before the winter break. I think this this break in general will have done him good. There's a few players missing on the Africa Cup, right? But look, this is a side that's so deep. There's so much quality here. Um, and I just think that they're going to come out with a statement win.
0: Yeah. I uh, tend to agree. Um, you know, I, th- I guess Augsburg and our team here probably could have benefited from the winter break. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, they didn't finish the year terribly well. Uh, Jess Torop's side only picked up one win from the last five games. After that, kind of impressive star and a really kind of classic new manager bounce under him. Yeah. Um, it hasn't quite worked out. And yeah, I suspect that. Um, you know, welcoming Leverkusen um, to their stadium isn't going to change that. Um, We're kind of waiting to see what kind of, you know, if Leverkusen have the gas to keep going the second half of the season. But as you said, you would suspect Patrick Schick in for Boniface should be enough to kind of get him over the line here. Uh, So yeah, I've gone for a 2-0 win for Leverkusen. And yeah, I suspect it probably shouldn't be the most difficult afternoon for them. No, no, I don't think so.
1: I mean, it shouldn't be. If it is a difficult afternoon for them, then I think that also tells us quite a bit about where they're going for the rest of the year, right? Um, but yeah, I, I I suspect that they're gonna come out um, guns blazing. Um, should be a really fun game to watch. I think this like this entire Saturday, um, the three thirty kickoffs, German time, right? Um, that's a really good um, um, ticker. watch Um, there's what's the English goal arena is what the Bundesliga calls it right the conference in German Um, I think that's a really good conference if you can catch all what is it one two three four five games at the same time Um, yeah that's that should be a ton of fun so um, having said that there was always the top spiel Darmstadt against Dortmund Um, question is I guess are we going to see Jaden Sancho back and does it matter, Stefan?
0: <laughs> well, we talked about this on the uh on the bonus show. Um uh, mm. I suspect we might see him in some form, but I really don't think um you know, I just don't think he's fully fit yet. Um it looks like they're probably gonna have a new left back in place before then as well. Whether he plays is probably unlikely. It's not even announced yet, Ian Madsen. yeah.
1: I suspect it will be announced tomorrow because, like, what time is it now? It's, like, we're recording this at uh, 7 p.m. German time. Um, having yeah. worked enough of German clubs, I know that they don't work beyond 4 p.m. So... <laughs>
0: <laughs> that will be announced tomorrow. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, but even despite that, I still think, you know, I think Dortmund really benefit, will, will really benefit wanted this winter break they would have needed that kind of break um and they're up against the Darmstadt side who've frankly been pretty terrible at home to be honest this season so I've actually gone for a very bog standard 2-0 win for Dortmund um you never know with Dortmund they they do love slicking on banana skins but um yeah I think this should be a pretty straightforward three points for them even without Jaden Sancho on the team there's a
1: lot there, right? Um, I went for a 3-1 win, and I suspect that we see just Sancho in some sort of capacity because how else is he going to get this match? He missed this entire training camp in Marbella because, as I said on the bonus show, Man United want to do look good in this somehow. Um, and, yeah, I guess... Um, I just think that if they don't win this, as you said, either 2-0 or if my prediction is 3-1, um, I think all the changes that they had made um, throughout the winter break, you know, bringing in Nuri Shaheen and Sven Bender to essentially coach this club, right? Because, you know, um, Eden Terzic, I think he's more of an English-style manager now rather than an actual head coach. Um, if I understand all the wording right, that's now all done by Nuri Shaheen and Sven Bender on the pitch, right? Um, and if that doesn't work, then, you know, and it has to work immediately because we all know what Dortmund's situation is in the league. Um, and that for it to work, that is, for me, a resounding victory over Darmstadt. No offense to Darmstadt, but, you know, they haven't exactly been stellar. Um and so this is there's going to be a ton of tension on this. So whether it's two nil, which is your prediction, or three one, um, or more, that is that'd be fine. Anything less, I think, would be huge trouble for them. So, yeah, no, absolutely.
0: It's it's more or less a must win already, isn't it for Dortmund?
1: Well, it's, I don't think it's even just a must win. I think it has to be a convincing win. Um, you know, I don't think they would get away with a. Oh, 90th minute winner. Uh we were lucky here. I don't think that's gonna that's gonna do it. So, yeah. Um that's just just my sense that I have. Anyways, um that is the Saturday games wrapped up. That takes us into Sunday. Uh first up is Bochum against Werder. Um I actually went for a really tight Bochum win here. Um, Their home form, especially against teams that are in and around them, has been pretty impressive. And so I just kind of sense that Bochum are going to take this um, with a narrow 2-1 win.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Um, They've only lost one game at home this season. Um, Yes, there's been a lot of draws in there. Uh, They've only won two themselves, but as you said, some pretty decent ones. Uh, you know, only know Berlin and Wolfsburg are the two wins they picked up. So, I think you know, Volkham have and they will continue to rely on that form for their own fans. Obviously, a very famous stadium, very famous yeah. fans as well. Um, I tried to get there recently, but Carnival and Cologne got in the way. Um, but anyway, that's a story for another day. Um, Deutsche Bahn defeated your efforts. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um. <laughs> I mean I showed up for the train I should say I did my part but then I got there and the thing was so full that people were screaming not to get on Uh, but anyway um, they're up against a Werder Bremen side who have not won on the road this season just two draws from seven games Um, and you know it'll be really interesting to see how Bremen do in the second half of the season because they just about kept their head above water um, in the first half Um, obviously huge kind of gut punch to those full crew because the very kind of Eleventh hour of the transfer window, but they've now had enough time to move on and get past that. They really need to kind of pull their socks up, um, and grinding out results uh, if they want to, if they want to really make sure they avoid relegation. They're six points above it right now, so you probably think they're okay. But you know, this game is a bit of a six-pointer against Bochum because they're a level on points of Bochum right now, and you know that if they, if if Bochum win this game, Bremen move down to fourteenth potentially, um, and that's when they begin to start sweating so they're going to have to start picking up points on the road at some point but I suspect Bochum will probably be too much for them
1: and yeah yeah as I said 2-1 win for Bochum at home I just I just I just think that that stadium the way the mentality Bochum had over the last two weeks I always wonder if you're ever going to see Nabi Keita again
0: well I mean if Bremen are trying to stay up they're probably best to Keep that mystery uh, behind closed doors for now. I don't think he's exactly going to be the savior.
1: It's, it's so such a shame. So, you know, when he was when he was on form for Leipzig in those two years, such a magnificent player. Um, I just wonder if we're ever going to see that again. I would love to, but I, I have my doubts. Anyways, um, final game, and I actually think this is a really interesting game. Um, that's Gladbach against Stuttgart. What do you think here, Stefan?
0: Yeah, I think this is going to be a pretty tight match just because of the start of the new season new year, and um, like I said the start of the show form kind of goes out the window here um, Stuttgart though were arguably, the, maybe not the best team in the league, in, I don't mean literally of course because they were top of the table, but the most improved shall we say um, I'm sure there's a few other contenders to kind of challenge them there, but um, you know they, they finished the season relatively well. Um, obviously, you know took points off um, Leverkusen, uh, but lost to Bayern, um, and then you know wrapped things up with a win over Augsburg. And in terms of their actual form over the last five games, are fourth in the table in general. Um, you know the third in the table, and they're up against a Gladbach side who weren't in form and also haven't been particularly impressive um, at home this season. So you would think they should have enough to be glad back uh, and I've gone for a narrow 2-1 win uh, to reflect that.
1: Yeah, I went for something really similar. I went for a 3-1 win for Stuttgart. Um I think this is actually a really interesting task here for Sebastian Hönes to conserve their really strong um 16 game run over a winter break um, they're going to be without Zeru Garassi and um, obviously because A, he was A, first at the Africa Cup right and then B because now he, he got hurt there um, and is um, in, you know going to be out of action for a few weeks uh, for the second time which they compensated really well last time so I'm actually not too worried about him. Christian Furich and uh, Dennis Ondarv and um, that midfield with me Melo and um I for, always forget how to pronounce the name. Kara Yeah. Anyways. Um, and Angelo Stiller. Um, those, you know, that's a really, really compact, really strong side. And um, I think this is, regardless, going to be really interesting to see whether they all manage to get that form across the winter break. Um, and this is going to be a really. Telling game, I think. And if it goes the way I think it goes with a three one Stuttgart win, I think that's going to really propel them onwards for the for the remainder of the season. They have they have to keep playing strong, I think, Stefan, because um I don't think that the goal for them was a top four finish, but you are there now, right? Um and I had that statistic ahead of the winter break that um that most teams that got there at this stage, pretty much every single one of them ended up in the top four. You know, with thirty, they have 34 points now after 16 games. Um, Dortmund will be probably preying on them the most to get into that top four. They're you know, six, seven points behind them, but um, I assume Leipzig will play a pretty strong second half of the season. So I think if, if one of those teams, if Dortmund hopes one of those teams falls out, it will probably be Stuttgart.
0: Yeah, I think that's what everyone's kind of hoping for. You know, there's a lot of talk about Gear C moving on in January, the wheels coming off everything, and, you know, Stuttgart kind of reverting to the mean. Um, but, you know, I genuinely do think they've built some pretty strong foundations there in that team. It's not a one-man squad. It's not a one-man team. Honez has proven himself to be a really adaptable coach at a few clubs now in the Bundesliga. So, you know, I've actually got quite a lot of hope for Stuttgart this season. Um You know, especially if you do kind of look at that kind of league table right now and sure there's Dortmund and Leipzig below them but after that, Frankfurt, Hoffenheim, Freiburg there's no one there that makes me think they've got more about them than Stuttgart in terms of consistency, in terms of quality in the squad Um, Like I said, you know, GRC may move on at the end of the the month, we don't know but um, I I still think they actually... I mean... All things considered, I actually think, you know, we've been seeing this for a while now, even when they were in that relegation playoff with Schalke. That team was far too good for relegation. Whether it was a top six side um, is up for debate. And whether this team is a top six side, I guess, is up for debate. But they definitely have players in that squad capable of playing for top six sides. And, you know, so far, Hodes has managed to kind of patch it all together and put a good team out there. So maybe Hoffenheim, maybe Frankfurt, um you know, might be able to catch up with them in the second half of the season. But I've got a lot of faith in Hone's, um, even if they do move on a few players this month. Although I suspect they probably won't, to be honest.
1: No, I don't think so either. Um, yeah, I had them as a potential for pushing top six ahead of the season. Um, but not top four. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think anyone did. It's very impressive. And I hope it continues because it has made the league more interesting. Um, so, yeah. I think that, that wraps it up. Anyways, um as always, this show is brought to you by Bet Online in association with Get German football news. Stefan, um anything that we wanna point out before we wrap up this week? Nope. Okay
0: that's it then just obviously just no of course um, the usual spiel to say to people if they like this show and they would like to listen without adverts because I do see people uh, you know complaining from time to time about ads you could always take a subscription where our subscribers do get it without advertisements um, yep. as well as extra podcast uh, extra podcasts newsletters from you and I and we might have some news on additional content next week um, which I'll just keep Quiet for now, but obviously yeah. the other big thing as well is that every weekend we do have we do have a, a like a chat room uh, or a, a, a I do a group chat on WhatsApp mm. and not WhatsApp sorry on Substack uh, with our subscribers and that's always good fun as well. So yeah. if you're looking for summer chat Bundesliga fans, um, as we say in Scotland, chew the fat, um, then you know that's a good spot and it's all for what I think is a pretty reasonable price. So yeah just the usual advertisement at the end of the show absolutely Um, check that out
1: the chat in particular I think is a really cool 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 function Um, it's a really positive community uh, very different than the lot uh, many of the negativity that you find on um, Twitter or other social media so go check that out Uh, we'll be back soon until then auf wiedersehen